I'm excited about the idea of becoming a, what I call lineage maker, transforming the story of your family tree, you know, deciding to be that person that's going to make some changes for the benefit of future generations. And I think that's what it comes down to. And the reason so many of us build businesses, and then also why it's so important to figure out how to put your money to work for you to set up those future generations for success in this competitive world. You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, the podcast for coaches, thought leaders, and change makers who are ready to become the standout expert. If that's you, stay tuned because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and I want to help you build a successful business sharing your expertise, generate the impact and income you need to create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. Are you ready? Let's enter the lab. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, Brian. It's great to have you joining me here today. Thank you for having us, Samantha. So you're one half of the people that we were going to have on today's episode. Matt was also going to be joining you today. I wanted to give him a shout out straight away and say that we're missing him, but I believe there's something very exciting happening in his world. A baby due any moment. Him and his wife uh, were due five days ago. So yes, it's just me today. Hope I'll make up for it. I'm sure you will. So you're one half of the Predictable Wealth Advocates. You guys help people secure a predictable financial future without sacrificing their current lifestyle. And when you first reached out, your message really, really resonated with me straight away. And I knew I had to get both of you, but you onto the show to talk about this, because I think that this is something that a lot of business owners struggle with. And we've just had a conversation about this in that we build our business, we create the income, and then we don't necessarily secure it. We don't invest it because that's a whole different kettle of fish. And a lot of times we don't have time to learn about investing when we're also trying to build our business. So when you reached out and shared you know, that that's what you talk about. I was like, I need to get you on the show. So before we jump into that, how about we start off with you telling us a little bit about how you came to be here? What's your background, you know, and what was it that have you, you know, that has you here talking about this at this time? Yeah, absolutely. So I got introduced to entrepreneurship as a 22 year old university student and love the idea of being able to be your own boss, create your own destiny, so to speak. And was very blessed to have some great mentors that helped us along the way to have a considerable amount of financial success at a relatively young age. And I grew up in a home where, you know, I remember when I was five years old sitting in my dad's driveway and I asked him, I'll never forget this moment. I said, dad, can we order a pizza tonight for the family? And, you know, he goes, son, I'm sorry, but we don't have the $5. We can't afford buying pizza for the family tonight. And at that moment, at, at age five, that I wanted to be sure that I you know, could create a lifestyle for my family where I didn't have to tell them, no, we couldn't do something because of money. And so that was kind of the driving force since an early age. And, you know, as we started to make some income in our business, we always, I think it's one of entrepreneurs' biggest questions, what do I do with the money? Do I let it just sit in the savings account and continue to focus on my business? Or do I learn this whole investing game, which can take so much focus mm -hmm. away from your business, which is your number one you know, asset and investment. So definitely felt that pull at an early age of what to do with my money. I was fortunate to be introduced to somebody who shared the concept that we'll allude to today, but somebody who had made a lot of money in traditional business, lost a lot of money investing, and mm -hmm. just wanted to find a way to, you know, not have to, wanted a way to sleep well at night, 
but continue to have their money work for them. So my business partner and I, he's a doctor. And basically, we realized that this was a problem for a lot of people. And we didn't want to become financial planners or take on clients in the in the financial space. We just wanted to make sure that our friends and our family got connected with people that could actually help them accomplish that goal. So mm. that's that's kind of how we got here today in a nutshell. Love it. There's one other thing that I think that I also see. So there's the people that, you know, do invest, the people that have the money sitting there. I also, I think there's a third group of people that put every single cent back into their business. And I think that that's, there, there's got to be some sort of um, breakdown, I think, about you know, putting money back into business. I don't think it should be 100% of all money, 100% of the time. Yeah, I think you're 100% correct. And I don't know, there's different philosophies around it, right? Yeah, yeah. Some people say, you know, you should be all in on what you're doing. Some other people say, don't put all of your eggs in one basket. So if you're just putting your time, effort and money back into the business, you know, that's essentially you putting all of your eggs in one basket. And so there's a lot of different philosophies around there. And I think people have to find out what works for them because people are different they're different with their goals and they're different with how comfortable they are with risk but i would agree there is that third person yeah and i love what you just said and i think that's the most important thing already that you've said is that we're all different and we all have to come up with our own strategy that sits comfortably with us that works for us that aligns with what our goals are for the future because i think that and i'm going to put my hand up and say i've been caught here before as well is listening to other people and thinking, yep, that's the way and doing that and finding out it didn't necessarily work with my, you know, with the amount of risk that I was okay with, you know, it didn't align with my values. It didn't align with, you know, the outcome that I wanted. And this is a really, it's, it's a really tricky place to be. I think, you know, talking about money and understanding how to do it all when, you know, we're not financial planners. We haven't been to university and, and done all the things. So so where where is one of the best places to start with Evans trying to come up with some sort of strategy of where to begin? Yes, that that's the question. Where do you start? <laughs> There's so many options nowadays. And, you know, I've had wins and uh, big wins and and big losses when it comes to where do you put your money you know between real estate and stocks and you know the crypto market's booming right now but there was a time where it was going you know dropping by 90 percent and mm -hmm. you know there, there's so many choices and so many options and it seems like everybody has the best idea and um you know i think it's the same in the marketing world you you'd probably agree that there's so many choices who do i go with what route do i take and mm -hmm. i guess one of the biggest things that i that I personally, you know, feel strongly about is pick one that not only do you feel comfortable with, but one that you don't have to stress about at night with how it's doing or how it's not doing. And, and, you know, whether it's checking your phone or worrying about how a certain investment is doing, um, because that all takes away from your business and that all takes away from your family. And so putting your money in a place where, um, to me, a, a foundational place to put the money is a place where it can grow, not at crazy returns, but a place where it can grow consistently, but you also still have access um, to capital. Mm. Now, I believe that the strategy that you're talking about 
is not available in Australia. Now, I know half of our listeners are in America and North America, you know, Canada and the US. So I'd love you to quickly touch on this so that at least half our listeners can get something and then Australian listeners will be back to you. <laughs> I like that. Yes. So it's called infinite banking. And what we do with predictable wealth advocates, like I said, we don't take on clients and we're not financial advisors. What we do is we just, we highly vet and extensively vet people who specialize in this concept of infinite banking, which utilizes dividend paying whole life insurance. Now, when people think about whole life insurance or insurance in general, they think about death benefit. They think about insurance salesmen who, who's earning a lot mm -hmm. of income. And that's one of the reasons why it's so important to vet people to help people specialize, that connect people with people who are specialized in utilizing this concept for a very specific purpose. It's not just for death benefit. It's actually a place to put your money where it can grow. It's typically around a 4% rate of return tax-free where that money, that dollar that's going into that policy continues to grow for the rest of your life without taxes, fees, losses, or even use. And that's the foundation. And if you want to borrow against that asset, if you will, to use it for other things like real estate or stocks or purchasing a home, then you can use that. So a lot of people call it the and asset because you don't have to pick between one or the other. You can actually do both. That's awesome. Now, for our Australian listeners, we can't use that exact strategy. But what you're talking about is having money aside that's growing with compound interest, but so that we're still able to still use the asset so it's not tied up. Is there anything that's available in Australia that's like that? So do you guys have uh, CDs, certificates of deposit at your banks? Do you know what? I have no idea. <laughs> this is <Okay>. so <laughs> not my, my area of expertise. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm, I'm not aware of anything specifically that can work as well as whole life as as it pertains to infinite banking or some people call cash flow banking in Australia specifically. But if there was something that you can lay as a foundation that you can use as collateral to say, hey, I've got this asset over here and I can borrow against that, that would be something that would probably be worth looking into. So if you're listening right now and you've got the answer to that, please reach out to me. I would please love do. to feature you and have that conversation. <laughs> so you talked about earlier about growing your wealth and your business. There's obviously different stages at growing our wealth in our business. You know, if we're talking about, you know, the first three years and we're in startup and we're hustling and I just said, you know, I did mention that I don't think that we should put 100% of our money straight back into our business but at different times of our business that amount's going to be different do you have any sort of strategy that you help people understand at which point of their business to you know spend more time or more more money growing their business and when it's time to start investing that is a fantastic question here's what i see happen for a lot of entrepreneurs is they you know invest in their business to get it off the ground for those first three to five years and during that time, they say, well, I'm just going to learn how to invest later. And so another five years, 10 years passes, and they're still of the same mindset that I'll, I'll deal with that later, even though they're having a lot of success with their business. So if I had to pick between one or the other, it would be at least get in the game sooner rather than later, but don't, don't, don't let it necessarily take up your focus. And that's one of the things for US listeners and Canadian listeners that we love about the infinite banking concept that allows you to essentially put your money on autopilot put it in a certain place so you can focus on your business and use that money for other investments later. But to your point, Samantha, I think I'll 
one of the other things that's important to realize early on is that entrepreneurship, successful entrepreneurship and successful investing are quite opposite in many ways. Entrepreneurs were designed to take risks. It's in our blood. It's in our nature. We are optimistic sometimes to a fault. And in investing, that mindset and that philosophy can be very detrimental to your financial future with taking, being too aggressive with the money, being too aggressive with the risks that you're taking. So I would say get in the game would be my personal philosophy, but don't let it take away from your focus from your business, especially during those three years. Totally. So when did you start doing this in your business so that you could start building your wealth? And can you tell us or even like walk us through your mindset around that time from the perspective of an entrepreneur? Mm. So my story is probably a little bit unique in that way. So I got started in business 13 years ago. I got introduced to the infinite banking concept eight years ago. So it was five years into my entrepreneurial journey. And really the only reason that I paid any attention to this infinite banking concept whatsoever was because of the mentor that pulled me aside and said, Brian, you need to pay attention to this. I just knew the background that he had and the amount of success that he'd had and also the failures that he had. And I said, this is probably something worth looking into. So I only really paid attention because of the person, um, the, the influence that they had with me. And I, mm-hmm. and I knew their, their failures. But my mindset was, I'm putting effort into my business, but I should be able to put these dollars to work for me somewhere. I just don't know where. And again, there were so many different assets and, and investments that I could put my money in, but I didn't know enough. I knew just enough to be dangerous. Yeah. Um, So I think one of the important things is, you know, that I didn't realize at the time was this idea of asset allocation. Um, If you're putting 100% of your money into the stock market, for instance, you might be diverse across eight stocks or 10 stocks, but it's one asset class. Mm. And so if you can be putting your money in different asset classes with different position sizing, um, a lot of people will say, and again, I'm not a financial planner, cool, put some of your money into something that's more risky, that has a possibility for tremendous returns, but make mm-hmm. sure that's only one, two or 5% of your liquid net worth. Cool. So you were five years in when you started doing this. What are some of the things that were happening in your business that made you realize we're okay, we need to start doing that? Because what I want to dive into now is for people that are listening, for them to have the, I guess, the hard data, this is what I need to start doing now because I'm ticking these boxes. Hmm. I love that question. I don't know if I have a perfect answer for that, but I can share I don't think that there's ever a perfect answer (laughs) because exactly as you said at the beginning of the show, everyone's different, but there's going to be some people that have never invested before and they'd be really interested in this conversation and interested in building their wealth. And, you know, they might think, what are some of those little, I guess, not red flags, what are some of the spotlights that might be happening that I can shine on certain things and say, okay, I'm ready. What can I start to look into? Yeah, well said. I think one of them for us is at a point where we had more recurring revenue that was coming in, whether we were trading time for money at all in our business, that the business was growing and sustaining, even if we weren't putting in max effort into it. And I think some time opened up for us and say, okay, we've got a little more time on our hands now because our business is doing well. We want to continue to grow that business and focus on the business because that's our number one investment. But we do have this time on our hands and maybe it would be smart to start figuring out what to do with that money as opposed to just letting it sitting in the savings account, basically losing money because of inflation. At least that's how it here is here in the US. So, um, you know, I think I think if there was a, a box to check when it came to that is that 
your business is doing well enough that you feel like you can take your foot off your, the gas, that might not be the case for your business. But if you get a little, little break, a little extra time and it's doing well enough, then it's like, okay, let's just evaluate where I could be putting some of this money. Mm. I think that we've got as entrepreneurs or as any person on the planet, essentially, we've got two currencies. We've got that we can spend one is money and one is time so what i'm hearing is that when we've got a little bit of extra money and a little bit of extra time that is the time to put the foot on the the gas and go in uh, different directions and diversify yeah at least at least start looking into it you know most people say i wish i would found out about this 20 years ago i wish i would have known about this 20 years ago and so it's like why not spend a little bit of time now at least exploring your options if that's your personal circumstance in your business Mm. I think what really got me when you reached out was, you know, talking about how we can put money back into into our investing, but not have it tied up. So that is certainly something that I'll be looking into a little bit more. Done a lot of investing along the way. I've had lots of successes and I've also had some batshit crazy failures. Let me tell you that way. You and me both. Oh man, it hurts too. (laughs) And it does take up a lot of your time. And that is time away from your business. And that is what I loved about what you and Matt talk about is that and piece. It's not, you know, either choosing investing or choosing business and or, you know, essentially that you can have both. And I think that that was the biggest thing that I got out of what what you and Matt were talking about. Hmm. Yeah, it's a thank you for sharing that. It takes a little while to wrap your mind around because the idea that you can put your dollar to work for you, the same dollar to work for you in multiple places, we're just not taught that in school or really anywhere that I that I know mm. of at least. Yeah, absolutely. And we weren't taught it in school. Most of us are not taught this from our parents and that's not the fault of our parents, but you know, this is the time that we need to say, okay, well, this is where we're going to change the story. This is where we're going to make sure that it is different. Exactly like, you know, five-year-old Brian that said, I want to make sure that I've got pizza for my family, you know, and that's what it's about. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I won't go into more of, of what I do, but I'm excited about the idea of creating or becoming a, what I call lineage maker, transforming the story of your family tree you know, deciding to be that person that's going to make some changes for the benefit of future generations. And I think that's what it comes down to. And the reason so many of us build businesses, and then also why it's so important to figure out how to put your money to work for you to set up those future generations for success in this competitive world. 100%. And right now, more than ever, like, I know that it's always been a thing. But right now, you know, we're we're in a recession, there's some crazy things happening in the world. And we need to make sure that we are setting ourselves up for success and the ability to be able to move forward. Well said. So how do people learn more about what you're doing and about how they can really get their money working for them and setting themselves up for a little bit more financial security in their life? Yeah. So there's really two places that people go to learn more. One, we have a YouTube channel where you can just be a fly on the wall and and check out content and consume it at your own pace. We have, I don't know, 15 different videos up there between how to boost your real estate returns by 34% using infinite banking, things to look out for when you're selecting an infinite banking and insurance agent. So that's one place for those that want to consume content, see examples with numbers. Other people want to go straight to our masterclass where we, it's a short 15 minute video. They learn a little bit about the concept and then they fill out an application to see if they're a good fit for us to even connect them 
with one of our vet ag agents because it's definitely not something that's for everybody. So those are the two best spots to find us. And we'll pop the link for the masterclass into the show notes. And I highly recommend the YouTube channel. I have subscribed and the videos full of lots of great information. So thanks so much, Brian, for coming onto the show and quickly explaining a little bit about creating predictable wealth for us and best wishes to Matt and looking forward to hearing their, their good news. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us on, Samantha. Congratulations on your success and all the people that you're helping. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to the show. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways I can help you. Number one, grab a free copy of the Thought Leaders Positioning Checklist over at samanthariley.global forward slash checklist. Number two, check out my inner circle for coaches, experts, and change makers over at samanthariley.global forward slash inner circle. Or number three, connect with me to discuss how I can work with you on a more personal or a one-on-one -on -one level at hello at samanthariley.global. I look forward to hanging out with you here again on Thursday, right here on the Thought Leaders Business Lab.